Hey kings, hey queens, this is the Absolute Queen. Today is Saturday, December the 25th, 2021. Thank you for listening, and I hope you continue to listen. I had to give this warning today. Um, I don't like doing it. It doesn't make me feel good, Um, but I have to be obedient. And do what Yah says to do. And it's to warn the body of Christ. So that we can come out of the things of this world. So um, I know I really don't do intros to uh, episodes. But... I don't think I'm going to record this episode all the way through, so I wanted to give a little brief little intro. It's kind of early for me to um, talk about uh, this, as it's it's about Christmas, about why I stopped celebrating it. Um, The title of this is, um, Are You Practicing a Lie? Um, And I just wanted to share, really, my testimony because I know that there's a lot of people out there that um <clears throat> that may be genuinely asking about it and um there's so much stuff on YouTube that I'm seeing some stuff from pastors well um well-known pastors but I kind of I'm to be honest I don't feel like they're telling them the truth um and so I just feel led to just really, really tell the truth about my struggle, about the mistakes that I made. Because it's been 15 years since I stopped celebrating Christmas. So we just going to get that right out there that I don't celebrate it. And just give my testimony and let you decide after you pray and, and ask God. And you really, really have to do it, honestly, with a humble heart to really be obedient to whatever he's telling you not what you want to do um and so that's why i pose uh posed the the title and kind of posed the question because this question was posed to myself 15 years ago um from what i was doing this is a worship to to god so am i practicing a lie and I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into some scriptures that really, really helped me. And um, if you want to, I'm not going to go too much into the details of my story because I did it last, yeah, last year. So um, you can check that out if you want to. Memories of 23 is actually the episode where I start talking about um, how I stopped celebrating Christmas. But this one is, I just really want to go into the process of the scriptures. Um, not my feelings, not what I think of it, not what it means to me, but the scriptures that truly, truly helped me um, make that decision. And if you're struggling, I think that's what you need to do. You need to go to the scriptures. You need to go to prayer um, and, and just really... Um, you know, seek the Lord about it, um, because you want to make the decision. You want to be put, you want to be pleasing to God. And I honestly, to be honest, I do not, I, you know, after doing all of that, after all of that stuff, I truly believe that 
we're not supposed to be like celebrating this. I think it's more to it and it's more subtle um, with what it's all about. But I'm going to go, we're going to go into the details, into the, to the scriptures um, with the gist of a lie, you know, with that being it and truth and worship and all of that good stuff. And it might not even be covered all the way in this one episode. And if so, we need to continue. We will continue. But I just wanted to throw that little intro out there. Um, what I will be talking about. Um, and so I hope you stay tuned. Pray, <clears throat> excuse me, pray about it and um, just seek the Lord. I honestly, I... I'm really weary on some of these uh, pastors out here nowadays. I just, I don't think that they're um, being sincere. I'm not going to name any names, but it's just, oh man, it's just, it's sad. It's like, I, I just think it's really true in the Bible. Like when Paul, he said that, he said wolves are going to come in and it's like, I feel like, and he was saying that back then, and I feel like, like, man, I could see them. I could see the wolves. Um, I experienced, we're, we, I experienced one of those. So it's like, and I know they're not all out there. I know not every pastor is a wolf. I know that there are some sincere people who are shepherding the flock in sincerity and in truth. Um, and they are, are, they are gems. They are rare. Um, but I know they are out there and that's my prayer is that, that they, they are, they be seen and that they are the ones that, 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 that all of the flocks, especially those that are vulnerable, that they be led to those pastors that have a, a heart of God. Um, that's my prayer. So this is just supposed to be an intro <laughs> and, um, and it's, you know, I don't want it to be long. So, um. You know, stay tuned. Okay, so I'm going to try to make this not very long. Try to um just get right to the scriptural reasons um, as soon as I can. But uh, I just want to say... Um, just think about this. Like, don't get emotional about it. Don't make justifications for it. Don't come at me. Don't accuse me of anything. Don't, you know, truly, truly, like, think about this question. Especially for today. Are you practicing a lie? Like, how did this come about? I think when I did this last year, I asked some questions. Why do you do what you do? Did you have any control over this? Or is this something that you just been indoctrinated in? I know for me, if you can look at the picture that I put in there, this was something that I was indoctrinated in. But not no more. Actually, 15 years of of not no more. Um, you know, as a child, you speak as a child, you move as a child, you do what you do, you do what you're told as a child. 
but I am not a child anymore. Especially spiritually. That, you know, Yah, Yahshua, Jesus, he is helping me to grow. No way I'm perfect. I make mistakes. He corrects me. And it's his discipline and it's, it's his love. But when he showed himself strong 15 years ago, well, 16 years ago when he showed himself strong was in 2005. And I'm going to put a link on that whole story because I'm not going to go into that. But when he showed himself and had me to think stuff that I was already thinking before I even came to him, to be honest, like, but it's all this got to do with Jesus. But, you know, it's fun. It's good. It makes you feel good. But we want to paint a picture that it has something to do with Christ and it does not. And his word is clear. That's why I say not what I think, not my opinion. That's why the title of this, Are You Practicing Lies? Scriptural Reasons Why I Stopped Celebrating Christmas. And I pray, and I've been praying, and I'm going to continue to pray, not only for my family, but for everyone who are calling themselves believers, believing in Yahshua, believing in Jesus, that you begin to wake up and see the truth. So, you know, why do you celebrate this? Is it because it's something that is honoring Christ? Or is it because you've just been indoctrinated and you don't know how to give it up? Because it has a strong hold on you. I know. You see that picture I used to celebrate? It was a strong hold. I used to love it. It was my favorite holiday. But like I said, not no more. 15 years and not no more. So let me just get into it. I'm going to start because um, I'm going to give three scriptural reasons why I stopped celebrating Christmas. I have so many. Um, and when, you know, uh, Holy Spirit brought it to me 2006 because I was fighting it. I know exactly how you probably feel as you're listening to me speak. Um, but I thank God for his Holy Spirit that teaches us all things and have patience that's why regardless of how you guys react I'm going to continue to pray um because I know how you feel I know what I, I I felt when this was presented to me and it wasn't presented by a person like I wish somebody would have told me this a long long time ago but they didn't you know this was something that I was just reading my bible I wasn't even in the a, a church ministry or anything I was reading my bible and I felt the holy spirit like teaching me like like bringing it to my attention like highlighting it um that Jeremiah 10 and I prayed about it <laughs> and I ain't celebrated since especially when I um especially when I'm searching the scriptures and it's it, it just wasn't there. But like I said, there's so many other reasons. I have more scriptural reasons. I'm just going to give three on why I don't celebrate it um, versus to celebrate it. Because the ones that people will use to celebrate, they're just justification. But if you want to share why you celebrate it, 
I mean, it ain't going to make me no difference anyway because I'm still not going to celebrate it. Um, I'm just going to pray about that. Um, But I would like to know your scriptural reasonings on why you celebrate it and how this, especially and before you type, because <laughs> some people will type without even listening to this whole thing. Listen to my scriptural reasons on why I stopped celebrating it. Pray. And if God is still giving that scriptural reason on why you celebrate after you hear me out and you listen and you pray to the Holy Spirit to teach you, then you can, you know, let me know about why you scripturally are going to continue. That's how I say it. Why do you continue? Why will, after all of that, why would you continue scripturally to celebrate Christmas? If you want to reply, I could care less if you do or not. Um, but if you do, I, I just ask that you hear me out, you pray, you search the scriptures, and then you do. Don't move quick. Don't move quick. Because my struggle that I went through is I knew that I needed to stop, but I didn't always understand fully why. It was only these three core that is going to ever, you know, never, I would never celebrate it ever, regardless of what I was raised to do. I would never do it because of these three. Um, but it was hard to articulate that because it, it just, I guess because when I found out the truth, it just made me so angry. Um, and I don't think I, I needed to react that way. And I don't think I needed to, you know, be forceful. But it the, the whole thing, when it's all said and done, everybody do it. And it's just like you get bombarded with it. And I think that's what it was. But let me just start with the scripture. I don't want to uh, make this too, too long. Um... But I did have my struggles with it. I do understand. Um, But I know through prayer and through reading of his word. And then also the remnant that I'm finding that I'm not, I wasn't alone. It's other people that um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus is uh, showing this to. So it's encouraging. So let me read Revelations 22, 15. I'm kind of going in line with the question that I, I've uh, posed. Are you practicing a lie? And I'm going to read two different versions. The New King James Version and the um, ESV, which is the English Standard Version. And I think the first one is the New King, New King James Version. And so... Just starting off with the scripture, and then I'm going to go back to get it a little bit in context. Um, so we have, okay, verse 15, Revelations 22, verse 15. Let's see. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolater, idolater, and whomever loves and practice a lie. So let's go back. Um, they titled this, I guess, to summarize this section that I'm going to read. Jesus testifies to the churches. 
So starting off at verse 12 for chapter 22 of Revelations. And behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs, sorcerers, and sexually immoral, and murderers and idolaters, and whomever loves and practice a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts, come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. And so let's me get into the English Standard Version, starting at verse 12, and then I'll go back like I did before. Behold, I am coming, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolater and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches, I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the whole, I mean, the spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who desires take the water of life without price. So, um, I just wanted to start off with that, especially highlighting verse, uh, what was it? Verse 15 saying outside are the dog sorcerer and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices a lie or falsehood, which is pretty much the same thing. So that's why I say, hear me out. And pray and search the scriptures for yourself and truly, truly pray that God tells you the truth and that you have his strength of his spirit, his spirit to be able to obey and do the truth. Um, And I say for those that have ears, I pray that you'll be able to hear and understand with everything in you, with your whole heart, your whole mind. Um, and, and here to obey and to, to be able to listen to what I'm about to say with your whole entire mind and be able to 
be obedient to what our Lord and Savior is saying concerning today. So, here we go. So, I want to start off before I get into the first, well, the third, I'm going to go backwards. <laughs> Because the last one that I'm going to tell you is the main one on why I will never celebrate Christmas. Why I stop and why I will never. I need to probably change the title to why I stop celebrating Christmas and why I will never celebrate Christmas. I probably will do that. Um, There's so many other reasons, but these are the top three. And I'm also going to put some videos at the bottom um, for you to check out. Um, like I said, there are other people that are coming out of this, and I'm thankful, and I think they did a really good job emphasizing um, and to help for those that are struggling. Um, for those that aren't believers, um, you know, just I pray, my prayer for you is just to come to know Jesus Christ, and it's good um, because you're getting when you come to Jesus Christ and you know that Christmas you are starting at that fresh foundation that Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus Christ um but he is our savior and he did come in the flesh into a baby and he grew and had favor with God and man and he was our, he's our savior and he died for us um and we need him. Um, so I just, I pray that if you feel that pulling for you to repent and to come to him, you know, you don't know him, but you feel him coming to you. You feel him calling you. I know what, how that felt. I know how that felt um, when he was drawing me near. I pray that you use today, come to him. It's no coincidence that you're hearing this. But this thing about Christmas and my scriptural reason, I'm saying this to the church, <laughs> to his believers that are still participating in this. Um, and the message for those who aren't believers, call on the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior for that you to be saved. Read your Bible, pray. Believe in them. Come to them. So, the first thing I want to do is give a definition of lie, lies, liars. Pretty much, you know, the same thing with the word. Um, just different tense and stuff like that. So, so Strong's definition, because um, I went in my concordance and the Strong's definition where they, they break down the definition is pretty much comes from a word that means falsehood and so if you look it up the word lie into any dictionary it says falsehood so they have what they say the Thayer's definition a lie conscious and intentional falsehood in a broad sense whatever is not what it seems to be of perverse and impious deceitful precepts 
and then I also went into the concordance um, within my Bible, Strong's Concordance, for uh, the word liar. And it says, all people are liars. That's why I say you have to come to him because the Bible is true. And every man is a liar. We lie um, all the time. But I thank you that we have a Savior that is able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We confess with him and we confess to him um, and he helps us to walk in truth. But we have to have the humility to know and to confess our sins and not to say that we don't have any sins. Not to say, I don't lie. Yeah, you do. We're all liars. And if you're celebrating this holiday, if you don't understand where I'm coming, I'm going to get to that. But all people are liars. Psalm 116.11. So look that up. And... um. Also, I'm you know what? I'm going to just read these scriptures right quick. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to read any more of the scriptures. I just wanted to make the point that all people are liars. Psalm 116 through 11 and then the rest of these scriptures that's um mentioned here, I'm going to possibly I'm going to put those in there too. Um cuz I want to get to this reason and I don't want this to be too long because nowadays people have short attention spans they don't they they don't they can't they yeah (laughs) so reason number three is revelations 12 9 so I'm gonna read that give me a moment let me get into it contents because I'm not going to read the whole thing this in Revelations was talking about the war that broke out they say in heaven that arose in heaven and um, Michael and his angels was fighting a dragon Um, so that's what that was talking about um, in contents um, in context uh, but here is some truth and so verse 9 of Revelation 12 says And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. Not just part of the world, the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels was thrown down with him. So, and I think that was the end... That was the New King James Version. I think, let me look and see if I need to read that also so you can get another version of that scripture that may 
help. Yeah, I'm going to read that too. So, this is the English Standard Version. Um, so, the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels was cast out with him. So, that's the first reason why I don't celebrate Christmas is because of the truth that Satan, along with his angels, deceives the whole world. And why, you may ask. Because as I was alluding to earlier, the entire world celebrates Christmas. It was actually making, it it made it hard in the beginning because people automatically, and they still do, the whole world celebrate Christmas. People automatically assume that you do. And when you resist it, and when you tell them that you don't, oh, they make it seem like something is wrong with you and you are unusual. But you know what? They're right. Because according to 1 Peter, the second chapter, the ninth verse, it does mention us. It says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And there is another version, it says, peculiar. And to me, when you're celebrating Christmas and you're saying you are Christian, you aren't peculiar. You're not unusual. You're doing the same thing that the entire world does. I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. How are you peculiar when you're doing the same thing the entire world is doing? And it's nowhere in scripture that says to do it. And it's a lie. <laughs> but we can get into that next. Um, let me, I just wanted to go into that. Yeah, see, that's the English Standard Version that I read. I believe it's in the, um, New King James that uses the word peculiar. Just want to make sure. Maybe it's the King James. Okay. Here. 
yes, actually it's the King James Version, um, a peculiar people, but you are a chosen generation, a um, royal priesthood, and a holy nation, a peculiar people, and that word peculiar, um, I was looking it up, it kind of means like unusual, like you're not like everyone else, but when I was celebrating Christmas, when we celebrate Christmas, we are actually being everyone else. We're not, um, we're not unusual in that sense. But when I got out of it, and I start telling people because they automatically, especially when you tell them you you're a believer in Jesus Christ, they are definitely automatic. But even if when you don't, even when you don't tell them you're a believer in Jesus Christ, they still automatically assume you celebrate Christmas and now that I don't and I tell them that I don't I get those look like huh actually showing that she's look she's weird she's peculiar in a sense but going back to Revelations 12 9 when I uh, mentioned that scripture about um, the devil that old dragon <laughs> From back in Genesis 3 that deceived. How does he see the whole world? Well, with lies. And so that goes into my reason number two. Um, that Satan uses lies. He uses his false teachers to promote these lies. I don't care what kind of degree they have. I don't care um, if they're on TV and they have a big following. There are some false teachers. We know that's in the word that it says false teachers are going to go out to deceive the people. Even I was learning about John 10, about the thief being um, kind of correlating when you look at the wording like when you look at what does it say uh like the strong's definition it's false teacher and then when you look at well why the false teacher is not when you think about it, the false teacher is not just operating in and of themselves it's the power which is not in the, in a sense a power but it's the deception of satan um that's able to have them to be to be promoting and speaking these lies. So let me go to the next scriptural reason, which is John 8 44. And I think I'm going to just read everything from the King James Version for now. Um But if, if you want, you could also, I do have an English Standard Version and, and some of the, that scriptures that they put in there, I kind of like reading from that too. Um, so John 8, 44, this is my second reason, scriptural reason on why I don't celebrate Christmas. And it says here, this is just to give you content, context because I'm not going to read the whole thing, but like I always say, definitely, definitely open up your Bibles and read the entire chapter 
um, of John, I say 8 through 10, because honestly, like I, I told you this year, I have been in the book, the Holy Spirit has me in the book of John, and I'm just getting so much out of it. He's showing me so much. So I definitely will read this in the context, but so you will have that context. But I'm not going to read it right now um, for the sake of time and short attention spans, but I definitely will recommend for you to do it. So this is in context. This is Jesus speaking with, uh, you know, I guess the religious leaders. This is the Jews. Um, I'm guessing these are people that, you know, had, you know, he was rebuking them. So, I think these were religious leaders. So, um, he was telling them the truth about themselves. So, it says, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do the father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies... He speaks out of his own, hold on, actually this is the English Standard Version that I'm reading because I didn't, I didn't leave it from my lap. Okay, so when he lies, he speaks out, his, out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. So that's verse 844 and... I am actually going to go to that New King James Version. Right quick, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to make sure that I didn't... I have it on my screen, but I want to make sure that I did write it down... You know, as it is actually written, and that is no error in that. Um, so, forty-four, it says the same thing. You are of the your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth. Because, and this is the one that I highlight, and why. Because everybody um, in the whole wide world celebrates Christmas there. And um, he has deceived them with lies. So there is, about the Satan, there is no truth in him. And when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. And this was Jesus. Like I said, this was our Lord and Savior speaking of um, Satan. So that is why I don't celebrate Christmas. The second reason. And I already mentioned that he deceives the whole wide world. Right? With this whole celebration. 
And then I know that there was another scripture that was saying that uh, he has the world under his sway. Like, he deceives the whole world and then he actually has the whole world under his sway. I'm going to put that scripture in the um, in the uh, episode notes. But I wanted to read a commentary for John 8:44, which I think does a better job um, that's in my this is no this was in my moody commentary I believe so 44 844 it says spiritually one has either God or the devil as the father the devil was a murderer from the beginning of history Satan incited Cain to kill his brother and they said Genesis 4 8 um, 1 John 3 12 more to the point in the garden of Eden his lie which I said he's been alive from the very beginning um, always so that's Genesis 3 4 3 4 5 that they pointed out um, his lie brought death to the whole human race Romans 5 12 is what they quote there so you might want to read those scriptures as well so satan is the father creator i'm not he he's a father of lies this is what he knows deception but when i was reading genesis 3 he also knows how to mix a little bit of truth with lies as well but that's something that yah does not do he does not he tells us all the truth. There is no lie in him. In the Holy Spirit, there's no lie. And so, when we think about Christmas, there's so much lies. So much. We lie to our children about Santa Claus. Some of us do. But, okay, you say, I don't teach my kids about Santa Claus. Okay, we lie about Christmas even being even a part of the scriptures. There's nowhere in there where it is in 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 Christ in um in the Bible. We we don't see the word. <laughs> we don't see any um, direction for it. God is so um wise and knowledgeable that if he wanted us to celebrate this he is so much in the detail he would have laid it out in the scriptures he surely would because he has laid out his feast days his days that he wants us to celebrate that's in there that's specific that points to um, Christ and it, and honestly I'm getting a desire to start celebrating that stuff not in a legalistic like I have to because I believe Christ coming fulfills it but it points to him more than Christmas does so if there's actually some kind of celebration that you want to do he actually laid out actual holy days for us to do that we don't need the man-made traditions of Christmas I got a video that um a guy, he said that this, that was the main point. 
about the traditions of men that is lies. They're not true. The things that we're doing, the tree and the the presence and all of that is, is lies and confusion. There's no truth in it. You know? There's none. There's just deception. There's... It's a falsehood. And then when you look at... When you actually go and Google... And go to the encyclopedia and find out how it actually came about through the traditions of man. And the Bible talks about the traditions of man. So I look at that... If I were you, I'd look at that video. But definitely... Go into your Bible and do a search about the traditions of men. It, it's, it's a lie. But, I'm going to move on. So, my last reason, which is my number one reason. And this was the reason from day one. This is the reason that you know, help me to really let go and not not struggle with it anymore. I, it was a stronghold. And I think after I, uh, after the Holy Spirit, hold on, let me read this. After the Holy Spirit brought this to my remembrance, I was able to take every single decoration that I had and throw it in the trash. So, scripture reason number one why I don't celebrate Christmas and never will. Let me go. You can come with me to John 4, 23, 24. And just to give context... This is Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman, um, and he's revealing himself to her, and he's telling her, and then she, she asks him a question about worship, um, about this mountain or that mountain, and this whole scripture is full with some nuggets, um, but... We don't have, I don't, um, I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but I think this, this, um, where is it? I believe 23 through 24 is some truth. It's a great, great nugget right here. So, because when we do Christmas, one of the things that they tell us is that this is a form of worship, a celebration to him and if you're not doing it as a form of worship most people say it's this form of worship you want to celebrate so you're worshiping him with something that's a tradition of man it's not in the bible didn't tell you to do it and there is people in encyclopedias and stuff like that that's kind of telling you it's kind of connected to idolatry and different things like that like I said, I don't, I'm not going to go into those things. You could do a quick Google search and you can see the history. Um, 
because and and you say well that's not the bible it's because the bible doesn't tell us to celebrate christmas so you got to do a google search you got to do you got to look at some of the history you got to look at how these things have come about through the traditions of men um and you'll be able to find it but here it goes it says but the hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So this is Jesus telling us what God wants. He wants to be, he wants because God is spirit and we know that Jesus is God in the flesh. Um, he's the full Godhead, as it says, according to scripture. Um, he, we got plenty of scripture that prove, that shows um, that Jesus was not only fully, hu- fully human man, he was also full God. Because they worshiped him. And so... God is spirit. You have He has to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. And that's what he says. He shows us how we are to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Christmas is not in spirit and in truth. People are going to argue with me about it. But this word is true. And I honestly believe if we, if it was in any way spirit and in truth, the fifth... Honestly, the simple fact that Christmas is not in the Word of God, to me, let me know that this is some lies. It's a pack of lies. Because specifically, we have, like I said, the holy days, the different things that God wants us to do, the di- how specific He is. There, if you go and if you are someone who have searched the scriptures, studied the scriptures, prayed, have the Holy Spirit um, to teach you, you know what I'm talking about. But if you have just been moving in your flesh, you're going to justify it. You really, you're going to justify it. And I know that's how I'm feeling. God wants me, you know, at first to mention how people use the scriptures to justify celebrating Christmas. Um, But I think that's going to be something that's going to be saved for another time. I already knew it when, you know, before I started recording, because there's many people out there that's trying to justify it, but there's no truth in it. You can't, you can't tell me. And honestly, like I said in the beginning, if, after you listen to what I said, you pray, you let the Holy Spirit teach you, you went into the scriptures. Um, if you can show me how Christmas is not a lie. Yes, Jesus was born. Yes, I celebrate his birth. Yes, not just his birth. Because he was a king. It was about the king being born. Not just him being a baby and trying to keep him as a baby. 
He's a king. And he grew. And he sacrificed his life. And he he died on the cross for us. If you even read, if you even listen to this, some of the mythology and some of how they, they even, they, like I said, Satan takes the scriptures and twists them. If you look at how they do the story and the nativity scene, if you go into your scriptures, they talk about three wise men and all of that stuff. Go into Matthew when it talks about the birth of Christ. Go into Luke. You will see how it's been twisted, how it's, how, how, how they've been inserted some falsehoods and stuff. That right there alone lets me know I'm not worship. I'm not going to celebrate this because it, it, it's indoctrinating. And like I said, it's not built on truth. The Holy Spirit. His, he teaches us all truth. His word is truth. He sanctifies us by his word. Open up your Bibles. You don't need no man to teach you. But we got the Holy Spirit. Now, we have counselors and we have people um, that the Holy Spirit is teaching them and that we can learn. But, you have a Bible so you can open it up to. Not to just go along with the traditions of man. And like I said, it cannot be denied for believers that this is connected. This whole thing of worship um, with Christmas um, that is connected with worship. And like I said, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. And what are you doing it for? Why are you celebrating Christmas? Why? You think it's honoring him? I could put up some uh, scriptures where the Israelites were ascribing because one uh, thing people say well this is how I'm going to um this is how in my heart that I want to um you know worship him and God knows my heart well there is uh what was it think where the, the Israelites, and we know plenty of times where the um, Israelites, Israel fell into idolatry so many times where um, they would, like, I think it's Exodus 32, I think. I'm going to put in the show notes. But they tried to, and there's other examples too. I'm just going to put those in the show notes where they tried to do it their way. How they wanted to worship him. And like he said, he want people to worship him in spirit and in truth. So you have to be able to listen to what he's trying to tell you how to do it. And he gives it in his scriptures. He gives us the how. He gives us the, you know, the way to do it. And whom. Um, and I think what they were trying to do, they 
they built that calf and they said well this is what we're going to do um this is how we're going to worship him um and he this is how this brought us out and i think it was another i'm just going to put all of those in there when they tried to do it their way every time and god was not pleased and i believe we are doing that today But I wanted to read the commentary note for um, John 4.24. The one that says, God is spirit. Worship him in spirit. We got to worship him in spirit and truth. And so it says... God is not limited by time and space. When people are born of the Spirit, they can commune with God anywhere. So, anywhere we go, He is with us wherever we go. When we we have that fellowship and with Him wherever we go. And that was so freeing for me. Um, you know, with everything that I've been through. And so it says, Spirit is the opposite of what material and earthly for example Mount uh, Gerizim like I said he was talking about worship with the, uh, the Samaritan woman and she was talking about different mountains or where they worship and stuff so so for example Mount Gerizim so definitely read chapter 4 just read John <laughs> I keep saying that so Christ makes worship a matter of the heart truth is what is and this is the thing Truth is what is in harmony with the nature of with the nature and will of God. It is the opposite of all that is false. So it's a matter of the heart and don't say, well, that's not what it means in my heart because you don't know your own heart, but Christ do. He no, no man can teach us. He, he says in the scriptures that, you don't even have to tell him about the nature of man. And I'm so glad that he knows everything about me, about you, and anything that's wicked. That's why the psalmist says, search me if there's any false way that's in me. And he will He will bring it out by his Holy Spirit, by his word. And so he always looks at our hearts. In the traditions of man, we didn't we didn't create this, so it's we just been indoctrinated in it. And like it says, it's truth is the uh, is the opposite of all that is false. So here's the truth in the specificality specifically. Uh, here's the truth is specifically the worship of God through Jesus Christ. The issue is not where a person worship, but how and whom. And Jesus, the Bible, tells us how to worship him. We can't make it up. We can't do it by the traditions of man. Be very, the Bible warns us about that. And so... Like I said, we have to be careful. And as I read in the beginning... In Revelation, when it says all those that are practicing a lie, and we all lie, 
and with our hearts and the things that we do you know Jesus he helps us to be better he he pulls he pull us he pulls us out of more and more things that is not pleasing to him like just because cuz i see people who aren't working who aren't celebrating christmas but they're denying and they're not doing other stuff that he's probably pointing out so just because i haven't been celebrating christmas for 15 years does not mean that there's other things that god isn't dealing with me cuz he definitely is and he's going to continue to work on me until you know the day of his, of his coming and his you know cuz he's He's coming back for a church without spot or, or blemish. No wrinkles, none of that stuff. He's getting us ready. So, but my question is, are you letting him do it, though? Are you letting him do the work? Or are you just constantly justifying yourself all day? Because the road is not wide. It's a narrow road. I just hope you guys listen I hope you take this to prayer Um, search the scriptures and be able to see the truth of all this you know some videos at the uh, like I said at the bottom that may help you but I just pray to pray pray about it look into this do not ignore it I think I gave that warning last year do not ignore this do not ignore this that's all So I'm back. I did not want to get cut off. So I just ended that segment right quick. But I do wanted to end this um, because just um, I just wanted to end this properly like I normally do. Um, Because that's all I really have to say about it. I do feel that um, Yahshua does definitely, you know, Jesus definitely wanted me to continue to speak about it. And not to, you know, keep my mouth shut. Because <laughs> when you know truth, you're not going to, um, first you're going to be, I know God's going to give me wisdom on whom to share it with and all of that stuff. But I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm not going to not post it. I'm not going to like, you know, hide it and, and act like. And act like it shouldn't be said. Because I know it's not my opinion. It's the truth. Um, so this is not to say, just wanted to get this out here. This is, 
everything that I've said is not to um, condemn anyone. It is a warning. And like I said, when the Lord warns us, and he disciplines us and he corrects us, it is because of his love. It tells us in the Bible that to beware of the kisses of the enemy, um, but the wounds, I think this is a proverb, you know, of a, a, a friend, the one that's this, is going to tell you those hard truths, they're not going to um, pacify you with lies and, and just let you to just be in the dark. They're going to expose the darkness. You know, they're going to tell you the truth. And so that's all that I'm doing is I'm just trying to tell you guys the truth. Ultimately, you have to go um, ultimately it's, it's your decision. Everyone has to walk the path, but just make sure that you are not just doing what seems right in your own eyes. Because I told you, there's so many scriptures. It's like, don't do stuff that you think is right in your own eyes because it's what it says is an abomination, you know, unto the Lord. Make sure you're doing stuff, something that you know without a shadow of a doubt because it's in line with your script in the scriptures that it is pleasing to him. And so, um, because I... I just want you guys just to just to um, wake up, you know. I just feel strongly that I cannot be silent, and I won't. You know, people are gonna know where I stand. Especially when it comes to to Christmas and and whatever else. Um, the Lord tells me to speak on and whatever specifically whatever he tells me to share according um, concerning what he's doing within my life what he's uh, correcting me on because like I said first and foremost is what he does to correct me so nobody don't need to point out like you know, some people sometimes like to point out your flaws, <laughs> but this isn't about pointing out people's flaws. This is about telling the truth. And because Christmas is celebrated by the entire world, this is about the body of Christ. It's celebrated by the entire world and not only the entire world, we have brought it into the churches into the body of Christ. So that's why I will continue to speak about it. Because it should not be. You know, there's so many scriptures. There's so many scriptures that tells us otherwise. So I'm gonna continue. Um to speak against it. As uh, as he told me to, to share, um, and then as he continued to do it 
you know, showing me more more things that he is purging from my life and he wants me to share that too, then, you know, I'm going to do that too. But my question that I want to end is, what is he showing you? And it's not a coincidence that you're hearing this and that you're listening to this. This is, might be, this is the, the one thing that I believe he is trying to get you to understand. Um, the truth that he's trying to get you to understand. So, you know, what, what is, what is he, um, what is he dealing, what else is he dealing with you about that you may be ignoring? So that's like, like I said, do not ignore it. I think I said this last year. Um, cause you know, in the end of the day, when we stand before him, we will have no excuse because he sends He sends people to warn us. First, he gives us the Holy Spirit to, you know, speak to us. And if we ignore that, I believe he sends people to counsel us and tells us. So don't ignore it. Pray. If if it's anything you can do, one thing that I did learn when I did struggle with this, when the Holy Spirit was bringing this to me, and I really struggled with letting it go, because as you see the hat, I celebrated it, and it was my favorite, and I really, really, really liked it. I liked the lights, I liked meeting with my family, and it was like, that wasn't something that... I needed to give up. I didn't hit just because I stopped celebrating Christmas doesn't mean I need to stop meeting with my family. Just because I don't celebrate Christmas doesn't mean I need to stop giving people gifts. You know, I think God has put it on my heart to give people gifts now more. Like to start giving people gifts as he put them on my heart. Like that's what I've learned this year that I need to just start giving people gifts. Um, all year long. Like he, he is doing something that's tremendous. That's like, he's helping me to understand. So it's like, you can still give people gifts. You can still, but, and it's not a worship of him. See the whole problem with Christmas, as I was saying, I'm going to go back into it, but it's, it's about worship. But the things, you know, that we like to do, we like to give people gifts and stuff. We can still do that, you know? We can still celebrate. Like, you not celebrating Christmas does not mean you just give up, like, celebrating, period. Because the Bible speaks about celebration. The Bible speaks about gifts. But you have to understand the root of Christmas. That's what I'm trying to get through to people. But at the end of the day, everybody got to stand for him before him, as I read, by the works and things that we do. And he's given us his Holy Spirit, so we will be without an excuse. So I just pray for his grace and his mercy upon us all. And I thank him for his grace and his mercy. And I will continue to pray for everyone. You guys continue to pray for me. And, um, I just, um, I definitely continue to, to ask you to just continue to pray concerning this entire thing. And so, um, 
Thank you for listening. If you held on this long, I know I talk about short attention spans um, because we got more used to technology and stuff. Um, If you held on this long, I thank you for listening. Um, But most importantly, I want you to take it to heart and definitely take it to God in prayer and definitely search the scripture and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. You guys have a wonderful day and be blessed.